been a tough day for you so far. You've just been getting roasted. You know it's been hard, so I'm just gonna lighten it a little bit. For your fans, I guess you can say out there, what is the weirdest thing a fan has ever said or maybe done to you that you've experienced? Um. show I've been gracious enough to allow Paris Todd on my show against my better judgment um, so welcome to the show thank you for having me James are you ready to get roasted uh, yeah I'm ready to get roasted um, so me and Paris have been hanging out the last 45 minutes or so kind of rearranging um, this entire house um, <laughs> You know, there's a bunch of other paddles up there, but now we've got Selkirk paddles back there. We took all of those out of Paris's bag and two of them out of my bag. And uh, yeah, Paris has been roasting me. They haven't been good, but they've been um, more of like good tries, I would say. So. I mean, I got some good laughs out of you so far, wouldn't you say? I think I push you more than any other girl does, that's for sure. Yeah, good laughs. That's a good way to describe my fake laugh. I think that's a good, uh, you know, I'm definitely, that's a, that's a compliment to my to my ability to, to fake laugh, so. I think I've heard you. your masculinity, mas how do you say that, masculinity? I think I've heard it quite a bit today, actually. I mean, wouldn't you say? You, you just don't want to admit it. You can't hurt something that I don't have. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's very true. So, okay, let's get to the questions. Uh, question number one. Um, it's a two-part question. So, why do you like, or why did you choose the Selkirk Halo, part one? Part two of that question is, do you think that if you used the power air, you'd stand more of a chance against me in hands battles? Well, first of all, I beat you in every single hands battle, so that's not even a question, so I'm just going to disregard that question right there. But the reason that I actually chose the Halo is, when I first was trying out Selkirk paddles, it was not what I had expected and it was just different from any other paddle that I've used because I've always used a carbon fiber face paddle. So when they sent me the Halo, it was the very first carbon fiber face paddle. So when I got it, I was like, first of all, it looks really cool. It's very different. And I tried it and I was like, alright, like I'm signing with Selkirk, like I'm absolutely set, like this is my paddle. So. Okay. Have you tried the, the Halo? I have tried the Halo. I didn't think it had It doesn't have enough power and your hands are yeah. really slow yeah. so yeah you need a lot more pop for your hands for me I have so much power I need something yeah. really soft yeah something that somebody like me I kind of needed the I actually use the um, yeah I, I didn't I didn't think the halo was for me I need the extra power I need the, the help in the hands exchanges and um, yeah so that's why I use it but uh, okay question two <laughs> question two I've already been roasted one time <laughs> question two so we've got roughly roughly a similar amount of pro pickleball success in a very rough term. Similar? So, Are you, sure you know, same amount of pickleball medals, medals right now? Yeah, same <laughs> amount of pickleball medals, basically. So why do you have more Instagram followers than me? I paid for all my followers. <sighs> That's what I suspected. Plain and simple. That is Plain what and I simple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe we should create some better content for you, James. So I'm looking... Some photo shoots, you know. Get you in some Alice and Selkirk clothes. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Selkirk tee right here. Best t-shirt in the game. Selkirk, uh, <laughs> Selkirk Sport TM. Tyson McGuffin, I think that's what the TM stands for. <laughs> so, I'm looking through my phone here. Um, 
Uh, okay, so the last time I asked you to play mixed doubles with me, um, so you should responded. we just let everyone know that he asked me? Yeah, yeah. Let's just so, put that okay. out there. So, and he sent me exactly his resume, right. and he actually had to send it to my agent. We yeah. had to, you know, mm -hmm. kind of get a background check on him, see what he's all about, see about all that, and you know, I ended up saying no. Yeah. So, so here's 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 the situation. I asked Paris to play mixed doubles with me. She responded, "I'll let you know soon." Um, it's been six months. It's, I guess we have different definitions of, of soon. It's a, it's a hard no, James. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> different have, definitions of we soon. We have some tournaments lined up together. You know, I'm going to bless you with my presence on court. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be great. The text message we had back and forth was, I'm ready to take out Anna and Mixed, and with you, I can do that. Oh, yes. So, if you want to give me a little bit more, you know, a little bit more hype, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, that was, uh, for the people that don't know, well, that was actually, I also sent that text yesterday. We played Wreck, me and Paris <laughs> versus Anna and Rob Nunnery, um, and me and Paris pulled off the huge upset there, won 11-5, so that was, that felt good. That felt great to, to get a nice little win, some revenge over Anna after last weekend. Did she, she beat you in a, yeah. at the Masters? Yeah, she beat me Ooh, in three her at and the Dill? Masters. How, so how did that match go? Tell me a little bit about I it. I was on the right the whole time. So that's where you belong, right. though. Yeah, you know, that's what I've been told. But I don't know, I don't know, because we, we didn't do great. I mean, I I, uh, I think we should have won. We were actually up 9-5 in the third, third game. And, you know, we kind of, Dill got hot. Anna started screaming, come on, and stuff. <laughs> got in our heads, and we just kind of crumbled. Kind of crumbled. But um, she was definitely the alpha in that match, Anna. I can, I already know it. She's the alpha in everything. And just in general, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, my next question is, it's another two-part question. Uh, part one: Have you ever been to Paris? And the second part of that question is: Are your parents aware that they spelled it wrong? You know, actually. Um, I was born in Paris, for people that don't know. I'm just joking. <laughs> I like to usually tell people that and go with the story, but no, I was actually born in Arizona, not in Paris, unfortunately. I wish I had a bit better story to tell, but I just simply don't. And, um, you know, when they were filling it out, my birth certificate, he, it was like a cursive, right? So it went over, so they didn't mean to do it with two R's. So now I have two R's in my name. But it makes okay. me unique. It makes me different. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. I was not sure because it's you know Paris. You spell it with uh, with one R, but yours has two. So Did was, your parents know that uh, giving you your last name that no one can uh, pronounce it? I think that's just a that's just a you problem. <laughs> the, the, the kids that didn't go to college. That's what that happens issue. when you don't go to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so all jokes aside, you just got the triple crown, the APP. Must have been electric. Um, how did it feel? Here's my question. How does it feel playing in an APP, playing on Championship Sunday? How do you deal with the expectations, the pressure of, you know, you're on the live stream at these APPs. How do you deal with the expectations of all seven of those people? You know, James, that's really, really cute of you, but we were actually on CBS Sports, so... Thank you for undermining me. <laughs> when you're on the back courts, the tape courts of the PPA, um, how was that with all 10 fans watching back there? 
Did you make it to center court? No, I didn't. I've got less than 10 fans. My mom (laughs) didn't even show up, but uh, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Okay, so for those of you who don't know what a Nasty Nelson is, most of you probably do, but a Nasty Nelson is where you serve the ball and instead of serving the ball into the box, like, you know, you think you serve the ball into the box, that's the right thing to do. Paris, the first time I ever played her, first time I ever played Paris, actually, she, I think it was the first point, served a Nasty Nelson at me. <laughs> so you, the Nasty Nelson is where you hit the opponent with the ball, with the serve. And you win the point. Yeah, you win the point if you hit the opponent. So... She hit me with the ball, and she hit me so hard, so precisely. <laughs> he started crying. That well, no, I, mean, I have the shades on. We don't know. We don't know if that was crying. <laughs> but we do know that I actually had to call a timeout in a rec game because of it. Timeout in a rec game. You don't see timeouts in rec games unless it's two senior pros playing singles. You actually felt the floor too. Do you remember that? I think I do. I think <laughs> I do. So I guess my question is this. What is your take on the Nasty Nelson as a viable strategy in pro pickleball? You know, I don't know why people don't do it more. Personally, I haven't done it in a match. But even what I was thinking is, you know, you're playing someone. And when, say you hit a net court, right, and it falls over and someone's reaching to go get it, and they pop it up usually, you step into the kitchen, right, which is illegal, and you just kind of hit them, just hit them, just to fluster them. You know, I mean... The rest of the match, they're just flustered, and you just have a... You're up on them mentally. I mean, what do you think about that? Would you ever do that in a match? Um, probably not, because I'm a nice kid. I don't know. I, I guess we're just... He's uh, just saying this for the podcast. Yeah, He's really I mean, not that nice of a kid. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've got that in me. I mean, I think you've just got the killer instinct that I just don't have. It's just, a, like Anna likes to say, it's just a freak athlete inside of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, freak something, that's for sure. I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, so, let's see. Do I, I actually have some questions for you, James. Oh, God. Oh, let me guess. <laughs> I actually have a couple more. Okay, here. go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so, okay. So, when did you start, well, this is a three-part question, actually. So, part from one. one part to two part to three parts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see? So, she All can right, count. You she can count. Part one. <laughs> when did you start playing pickleball? Why did you start playing pickleball? Mm-hmm. And then the third part of that is, did you choose to start playing pickleball? Because it was one of the only domains where you would be one of the more interesting people. <laughs> well, I started playing about a year ago, and my grandparents have been playing for 10 years, and they've loved it, and they have had courts in their community forever, and they were like, get into it, come on. And I was like, no, I'm good. That's an old person sport. Like, I don't want to get into that. A lot of tennis players transitioning from tennis are like, I don't want that because it's kind of like the smaller version of tennis, right? So they're like, oh, no, it's not for real athletes, if, if you must. And I started, you know, playing a little bit at the club in Newport, and someone kind of introduced me to it, and I played, and I was so bad that it drove me to be, you know, a little bit better and to actually work on it, and um, just the social aspect of it was just the best thing and just the community of people so once I lost to some 60 year old women in a tournament after that I was like I'm locked in I know you have a similar similar story you like to I mean you still lose to old people so tell us about that James 
That's true. Now my my story, it's it's on Instagram. You can see my my beginning story of my pickleball career. It's um it's traumatizing. I don't think we should even <laughs> really get into it, but uh, there's a reason that I that I tried to sign up for all the split age events that I could so I can get revenge. get revenge on, yeah. on guys like Dan Gingrich and, and just, you know, older men. Uh, I think but, Dane really did a number on you yeah, mentally. Yeah, he did, he did, he did. Me, you so, still go to counseling uh, because of that, don't you? Well, well, so here's actually what happened. So fun fun fact for the for the people that may not know. You should know, but if you don't know, it's fine. Me and Dane, we played each other in split age. Um, it was me and Mircha versus Dane and Dekel. Me and Mircha had match points in the main draw. We had like three match points and we lost. And uh, I think on one of those match points I was in hands with Dane. And Dane is... You know, above fifty, maybe above fifty-five. He's 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 an older man. He's a, an incredible player, but he's not a guy you want to lose hands to. And <laughs> I lost hands, I think, with him in, on match point, and then Oof. came around winners bracket final, lost to him again, got destroyed, and that's never really left me. Uh, I don't know why, but um, you lose yeah. hand battles to girls as well, and especially me, so. I mean, you're kind of used to it by now, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's tough. It takes a lot of resolve. It takes a lot of mental toughness to, to keep uh, keep playing this game. But, um, okay, so one more question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't really know how my roast questions are ending up with me getting roasted. But that's fine. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Um, so, you shocked many. You shocked me when you decided to move from... Newport Beach, California, one of the nicest places in the world. You moved at the age of 24, probably. Who cares? I don't know how old she is. But you moved from <laughs> Newport Beach to Fort Myers, Florida. Um, I think that says enough. My question alone kind of it presents a lot of other questions, but why would you move from Newport Beach, California to a place run by... People above the age of 60 and Brian Sherry. You know, it just really shows my dedication to pickle from moving from Paradise to, to Fort Myers. I mean, Brian Sherry literally sent a party bus all the way from Fort Myers to Newport, and here I am. I've never looked back ever since. No, so but in all takes. seriousness, there is a lot better players out here in Florida and in Naples. You know, we have Federico, Simone, Pablo, Brendan. Ryan, Cameron, play with them on a regular basis, and it's just better training, and to have that, you know, day in and day out when I'm home from tournaments, it just makes all the difference. Okay. Okay. That's a good, that's a I, good answer. I think your Newport Beach is like your dream place to live, because I remember in Newport last time, and you're like, I just love it here, it just is, this feels like my home, I just... Yeah, I love Newport Beach. Um, one reason why I love it is because... For those who don't know, Major League Pickleball, it's this small event, it's not a big deal, right? And you go, you play, if you win, you get 25k per person. Um, I've only played against Paris's team once. My team was the Ranchers, her team was BLQK, and we played in the finals of Newport Beach. And this was the second Major League Pickleball event. And um, let's just say, you know, you think of close matches, really tight, big matches in the final. This was not. That. It was actually 3 0. Yeah, I mean, our men's was 21 12. Last mix was 21 13. It was a heartbreak. Do you really remember all these scores? Oh, I just know it wasn't close. And I, I think actually, he's just making up these numbers at this point. Well, I'm not making we up the 25K that I won. So, anyways. <laughs> I won 50 last year. Too. So, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, but in Newport, Beach, in Newport Beach, I won the 25. I, I had the best time of my life. And um, I think that might be part of it. 
I don't know. I mean, Paris, Paris had a great time there too, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, winning in Texas and also Columbus, I guess I can make both my homes and just get places there as well if we're going to go with that. Well, that's one of the problems with Columbus. That 25K will buy you a house. <laughs> yes, it really will. Right yeah. next to the Pickleball Center. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. I've got a couple, I've got a couple <laughs> more questions. This one's kind of a, this one's a little, this was pretty good roast, actually. Um, so there's many people. This is the last one. This one's a little aggressive, but uh, it's not that bad. I might have to cut this one out. But, um, <laughs> so I was at this last tournament, and um, there were these, you know, there's been some people even, people have said this, that, you know, Paris Todd isn't just made for pickleball. You know, she's made for, like, she's made for TV, right? Like, she could be on TV and, and this and that and Hollywood. So I guess what do you have to say... Like, what do you think is wrong with those people that think that? Well, I think your feelings are a little bit hurt just because they're not talking about you and they're talking about me. When they say, oh, who's the hottest player in pickleball? Does James Ignatovich come to mind? Probably not. So I think your feelings are slightly hurt. Just a little bit. That's a good answer. Okay, that's all I have. Those are, those are my questions, so now you can ask me. Ooh, this is going to be good. Are you sure you're ready for this? No. Definitely not. We can cut all this out if we embarrass you too much. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay, so I've got a little bit of personal, i got a little bit of pickleball. What would you rather go into? I'll give you an option. Okay, oh, I guess I guess pickleball, because that's all I am as a person. <laughs> he plays, how how much do you play a day, seriously? I, in my prime, my best time, I was playing eight hours a day sometimes, just going out all Are day. you currently in your prime, or you think you I'm peaked? I'm out of it, yeah, yeah at this point. for sure. After I MLP, only, you peak so hard, you just... Went straight down. I know. I, I think know. that's why I denied you as a mixed partner. After yeah. that, I was like, he's done. He's never coming back from this. But no, in all honesty, I play like maybe three hours a day now, four hours a day. Not as that's much. That's it? Yeah, I'm not you as... You eat, sleep, and breathe it like you used to? I don't really... I don't know. I think I'm kind of over it. I kind of just want to... I mean, once I started getting those, those getting some uh, little bit of money, I, I don't know. Now I kind of just want to... Lost the drive. Go get, like, nice food. I like to go to Whole Foods a lot, and get like expensive sushi <laughs> $20 sushi I'm just kind of yes. spoiled I'm spoiled now hey that one time went to Nobu how was your experience oh, that so was we great. went to Nobu in Newport Beach there was a group of us and James actually didn't know how to use chopsticks shall we talk about that we had to teach him first of all we had to ask for the helpers his ego was too large to use the helpers yeah. so he's there at Nobu eating sushi with his hands and we're trying to teach him but you did ultimately learn how to use chopsticks that night don't you think that was a win yeah, it was interesting. I had a great time. Cameron Blackwood taught me how to use chopsticks, and I was excited about it because I had never used chopsticks before. And I, I told my parents, I was like, guys, all those years of you roasting, because my parents love sushi and I never learned, all those years of you roasting me are gone. I know how to use chopsticks now. A week later, I get home. You know, the lights come on, right? It's a big moment because we're, we're eating sushi. And I'm like, guys, I can use chopsticks. Let's do this. And I just fumble. I get so tight. I, I crumble under the pressure and I forgot. And my parents still don't believe me. My parents think that I had, I was making it up. But thankfully Paris knows, as she just confirmed, I did know that night how to use chopsticks. So that was the one and only time you'll ever use chopsticks for the rest of your life? Yeah, I'm traumatized now. <laughs> so do you not go to sushi at all? You just will eat with your hands? Yeah, when I get sushi, I eat it with my hands. I just... So, I mean, it's very manly of you. How, how does Anna feel about that? 
Um, she's definitely not used to me being manly in any sort of way. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if she defines it as manly as much as she thinks that it's just gross. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, Anna. I feel really bad for you, honestly. How do you deal with this guy? <laughs> okay, let's see. What do I have here? So, what everyone wants to know, and I have been hearing a lot about, is you and Christian Alshon, right? <laughs> We've seen some tweets go back and forth with both of your guys' 10 followers on Twitter. And um, it's a little spicy. It's a little intense. What are your thoughts on Christian Alshon, and how did this rivalry start? Started at the age of 10. Um, <laughs> so me and Christian, our first matchup ever, first time encountering each other. I was 10. He was 10. We're actually the same age. And it was a three-set battle in tennis. It was a super national tournament. It was like the it was the quarterfinals, I think, of like what they call the super national. So it was like the, the biggest tournament in the country, and it went three sets. And all that I know is that two things have come from that. Um, I won, by the way. I won that third <laughs> Just to set. Put that I won there. the third set. So for me, confidence. You know, I've always had that mental edge over Christian. But for Christian, what's come from that is a bit of forgetfulness because he does not seem to remember that match he's told many people that he's dominated me in tennis throughout my tennis career I think it's, it's called selective memory selective memory maybe I don't know but he so I I won that match when we were 10 we played again when we were 15 16 did he happen to vlog vlog those moments oh he should have he, <laughs> he cut that out <laughs> yeah but he beat me when we were 16 which is a little bit of a more of a real thing and that was in three sets again and his last tweet, Christian's last tweet about me was, um, sometimes when I don't want to train for pickleball, um, I think to myself, I can win a PPA title before James Ignatowicz. How does that make you feel, James? It's an honor. It's an honor to know <laughs> that I am the standard. Uh, he's looking to be like me, and, and I wouldn't blame him because you know, we've played three times in pickleball. We played in singles, I would beat him 15-6. We played him in mixed, beat him 15-10. And we played in men's, and I beat him in three, so... Is it weird I remember all the scores? Maybe, but those matches mean a little <laughs> extra to me. Beating Christian is something that is just... It's never going to get old. So you think in the next year, where where do you think he's going to be? Where do you think you're going to be? How do you think that, that matches up? You know, it's funny. I've told everybody this. Not everybody, because I don't talk about Christian, because it's like, why would I waste my time? But I definitely <laughs> think that Christian is going to be... He'll be one of the, he'll easily be top ten in in doubles and singles. I mean singles he probably already is. Doubles I think he'll be top he could be top six or top seven. I mean I think he'll be one of the best doubles players. Uh, good hands, great competitor, doesn't take a point off. Um, power he's got everything except for a backhand, and um, I think he'll be yeah he'll be top like you know maybe I think by the end of the year it'll be like Ben J Dub Riley. Yeah. I think after watching this video, he's going to go and work on his backhand for days and days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll need more than days. He's been working on that thing since he was 10. It sucked then and it sucks now. So. <laughs> Alright, enough about Christian Alshon. Let's move on. Let's see. Who is your pickleball man crush? Oh, Christian Alshon. No, I feel like it's Tyson. <laughs> it's I feel like you fangirl over Tyson. Every time you guys are together, I just feel this energy. I mean, you guys just... I don't know what it is. I mean, I would say that my... This is a great question, by the way. 
My pickleball man crush is actually Jay DeVilliers. I mean, God, I don't think that's how you say his last name. We're sorry, Jay. Uh, whatever it is. I don't know. All I know about Jay is that he is... It's the accent for you, huh? It really the, does it. The accent. The bandana. The touch of, you know, he's got he's a little feminine, too, which I like. Yeah. And um, he's handsome. And he's... he's, so he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost dropped my phone. All right, let's see. So... Other than me, who is your dream pickleball partner? Probably in mixed or men's? Both. Okay. In men's, it's Tyson McGuffin, of course. You already right? have that. You're <laughs> locked in. You guys are locked in for the year. Yeah, I'm playing the year with Tyson, and uh, Tyson is a beast. He's one of the best. I think he's maybe the second best right side guy in the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, Do, Don't you play stuff. right, though? No, no. You don't play right in, with every single partner? I would play either side with Tyson because he's such a stud. Um, <laughs> I really would. I mean, I think he's... Uh, we had this tournament this past weekend. We, we took a game off J-Dub and Dylan, and uh, I don't think he missed a dink or a drop the whole tournament. The guy is just so solid. So I, I couldn't ask for a better partner. And then in mixed, outside of... Um, well, you said outside of you, but I don't really think... If, if I was to ask you that question differently, would you say it was me? No, no. <laughs> That's not what your text said. I would say, say Annalise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh I would say God. Annalise. She's on my she's on my major league pickleball team. So are you guys uh, actually playing together or are you depends if we want to keep it fair, you know. I mean if me and Annalise play together yeah. we're not gonna lose. She's, she's Well she'll good. be on the left side for sure. I'll put her on any side, I'll get out of her <laughs> way. I'll do whatever it takes. Annalise then probably that's a tough one. Probably Jesse. Probably Jesse, or you know, you're pretty close up there. I don't know. We'll <laughs> he see. doesn't we'll want to flatter me too much. Credit. I don't want to yeah. give you credit, but yeah, maybe Jesse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anna's not in this conversation. No, no, no. She's too much pressure. I think you if just you just love. <laughs> you just want to go out there and you just want to beat her. Like that's your goal for the I whole year. I love to beat her. I, I mean, well, I uh, I just can't play with. I mean, if I play with Anna and we lose, it's. Not good at home. You're sleeping on the couch. Yeah, not good at all. So I'd rather just keep. I'd rather just beat her. You know. She's not gonna buy you any sushi. I mean. That's true. Yeah. She. 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 Because uh, we all know she pays for the meals. Oh, she pays for all my stuff. Oh, she's that's your sugar like mama her. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Let's go more into personal. Um, do you have any tattoos? No, no, <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. I want to get, I mean, actually, I'm, I wouldn't get them, but if I could rock them like Tyson or Christian, I would. You don't want to get your logo, just slap on your chest. <laughs> I don't even have a logo, but if I did, maybe I'll what get the Tyson What about the Selkirk logo, like right on your face? I'll get the Tyson logo right, right here, just Tyson McGuff. Just right on your heart. Everything, yep, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, well, so what is, first of all, we know you don't have fans, but I'm just going to kind of build up your ego a little bit here and make you feel a little bit more masculine today because it's been, it's been a tough day for you so far. You've just been getting roasted. You know, it's been hard. So I'm just going to lighten it a little bit for your fans, I guess you can say out there. What is the weirdest thing a fan has ever said or maybe done to you that you've experienced? Um, so I've got two fans at most. I don't have your a mom and your dad. Uh, my mom and you, and uh, me. <laughs> I don't really have any. Um, what's the weirdest thing that a fan has done? I would say, 
Okay, so I haven't really had any fans come up to me. I don't really know why. I mean, I've had like I've taken like maybe two pictures in my entire pickleball career. Nobody really cares about James Ignatovich, and I understand why. But I've had a I've had a guy who was maybe sixty years old. <laughs> clearly, seems to be a bit. He looked a little mentally deranged. He was he was he wasn't all there. And I had just played um, mixed against Anna Bright, my girlfriend, in Chicago. This was back in September. And he said to me, and I had lost, and it was a little bit of, I mean, of course I lost, but it, and it was a little bit of like a back and forth in the match, like not, not a big deal, but it was an intense match. And he came up to me and said, um, oh, I can't even say this. <laughs> I can't even say this. Do you have any more questions? You know, I think I'm just emotionally tapped out. Yeah. Oh, what would you say? Any questions for me? Um, I think I might have another funny one. If you're willing to get roasted once again. <laughs> We've just been roasting this whole time, so it's fair that you roast me. So, Paris. James. You won the prestigious triple crown at the APP this past weekend. That must have been tough, I'm sure. It was a you know, deep field. Have you ever considered making the jump to pro? I think I'm going to stay in um, in the 3-0 division. You know, it's just really comfy there for me. And, you know, I think you should come down with me because I think you're actually a 2-5. So okay. if we can just bring you down and me at a 3-0, I think that's just fair for everyone. <laughs> who's, who's triple... Okay. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I can't even say that one. Okay, that's pretty good. I think that was good. Get it all out. Yeah. This is your it. one opportunity. Okay, one more, one more. <laughs> one more thing, real quick, sorry. Okay. So, one thing I love about pickleball is the ups and downs, right? It's anything can happen. There's there's big shifts in momentum. You know, especially with side out scoring, it's it's really just a game of momentum and you never know you can never really be sure if you've won the match or lost the match until it's over so the first time I ever played Paris and Rec in singles it oh, was a close one so actually it you was... have had a few interviews that I've seen and you've lied to the people straight up lied okay so so I'm gonna well should we tell them that the I beat is, you the first, or what? that I <laughs> <laughs> it's not true <laughs> wait a minute okay okay no I did not I mean any fan that knows the game no, I didn't lose in singles to Paris and Rec. That's crazy. But here, let me tell you the yes. truth. So, I played Paris, and this was a crazy moment. And I kind of want Paris, I want you to walk me through, you know, this huge shift in momentum, what happened here. Um, I was up 10-0 against Paris in Rec. 10-0, right? You think I've got the match under control. He actually had a handicap, and uh, he started up 10-0, for the people that don't know, because I felt horrible I just he had no chance of winning you know he's a man I guess you can call it I just I didn't want to hurt him you know not too much anyway okay so I, I started up 10 zero. I was up 10 zero because I won 10 points that's what happened I was up 10 zero so anyway I'm up 10 zero and I'm thinking I'm gonna win this game right like this is next thing you know we have this super long point and Paris hits this like amazing winner down the line and like, the momentum's all with Paris now, like, 
The momentum this, was with me the whole time. Yeah, she gets this huge days. winner down the line. I didn't know. Um, so I kind of want to know what was going through your head. Like, how did you mount that huge comeback to take it all the way to to one point? And then I won 11-1. Should we tell them uh, the real score here? <laughs> I know you remember every score, but... Second game, and then I came out pretty hot, right? Came out pretty hard. After that, giving him the 10-0 lead, you know, to start the handicap if you must. Coming back, what was the, what was the second game score, since you're so good with scores? Um, the second game was 11-5. Ooh, I think it was 11-7. 11-7. You know what's funny? It was actually 11-6. I think we both just, <laughs> we both lied. It was just right in the middle. <laughs> you gave me a little less, yeah. I gave you. Yeah, it was 11-6. I mean, I wanted to be nice. Um, but, you know, she's a good egg. Good kid. Good kid. You know. I was also, you know, for those who don't know, on the court that day for about, you know, six, seven hours. So, you know, it was a long yeah. day. If you got me fresh, it would have been very different. Yeah, that was actually, I think, a doubles. It was like a, it was a doubles day. So at that time of, you know, of my career, I was only out there for two matches, three matches on doubles day. You know, I think <laughs> I was actually the person to end your singles career if we really look back at this. Because after that, you had no real, you know, true. no real wins. You didn't really play many singles tournaments. I just crushed his ego. That's just true. Right then and there, it was just done. I know. I mean, I take all credit for that. What does really that say do. about Paris? That if my ego is that crushed. Winning 11-6. That must mean I had, I mean, yeah, I mean. There was a lot of side outs, for sure. <laughs> there was a lot. It was tight. Yeah. That's all I have. That's all I, I've got. All right, so this is the James Ignatowicz podcast, and this is, remind me your name again? Um, it's actually London, France. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. We got whoever that is, and then <laughs> me, James Ignatowicz, and uh, thanks for tuning in.